You're listening to the first episode of season three of the newly rebranded Meant for This podcast. I'm so excited to have you back here with me if you're an OG listener or to have you here with me for the first time if you are brand new. Welcome to the show. I know you're going to love it here. Now, this little intro is just a quick little mistake that I want to correct. I have been trying to relaunch my show for the past several months, and I recorded the first episode of season three several months ago. In the episode, you're going to hear me say, you're listening to this in November. Obviously, it is, what, February now, and this is when this episode is being launched, so just have some grace for me as I am doing my very best to get everything back up and running and life happens and motherhood happens and mental health happens and physical health happens and all the things happen. And I don't need to necessarily justify any of that because part of dismantling white supremacy culture and the need to prove ourselves is just that, not having to feel the need to justify or apologize. But I also want to share just for the the sake of A, clarifying and B, helping you to know that I am a human behind this mic here and showing you that even though it's done imperfectly, I'm still showing up. And hopefully that encourages you, motivates you, lights a fire under your belly to show up imperfectly as well. That said, enjoy the first episode of season three. Welcome to Meant for This with Caroline J. Sumlin, a podcast to help you live boldly, fight for the freedom you are worth, and do the redemptive work in this world that we are all called to do. Here, we deconstruct systems, thoughts, and ideas that have been holding us all back from being everything we are called to be by having tough conversations that intersect faith, self-worth, social justice, mental health, motherhood, careers, and more. The goal? Change the world. One conversation, one act of resistance, and one person at a time, starting with ourselves. Why? Because you are meant for this life that you have been called to. Welcome to Meant for This. And if you are an OG listener, welcome back. It has been months, months since I've been behind this microphone, just me. In fact, I think the last episode for this podcast was in April. And wow, it's about, it's well, it's November. I'm recording this in October, but it is November when you are listening to this. And what happened? Where did I go? If you follow me on social media, then you probably already know the answer to this question. But if you were a meant for this listener and had no connections to me on social media or just haven't really been kind of in tune with social media, then you are like, what happens is, um, and we're going to talk about that today. And if you're new, if you are a new follower, community member, welcome. I'm so glad you are here. Thank you for taking the time to be a part of this expansion of my community, of my work that I do. Um, I really wrestled with whether or not to bring this podcast back. When I was originally going to bring it back a couple of months ago, I was presented with the opportunity to begin a new podcast with my friend Siobhan over at Black Girl Voices. And I jumped in because I liked the idea of co-hosting a show. I liked the idea of having really fruitful conversations around the things that I have been writing about in my work and expanding my work in um, from the perspective of being Black women. And it just was something that felt like in my spirit, it needed to happen. But I was concerned because when I signed up to start doing that podcast with Siobhan, I was concerned that 
I was going to have to say goodbye to this one and that I wasn't going to be able to figure out a way to make both happen or that having two podcasts would be way too much. I mean, I know the co-hosts of You're Wrong About have two podcasts, but they also do this for a total living, no children, everything is professional. Whereas I'm one person recording podcasts in my closet. I edit the podcast for Black Girl Voices and I would edit my own shows as well. I write all of my content. I design all of all of the things that you all see. I'm literally a one-man band creator, content creator, which many, many content creators are when they're at the entry level that I've been at for all of my content creation career. I've, I've never expanded to the point of being able to hire anybody. I've never had an assistant. The most I have is an accountant and literally that's it. So I do everything myself. So I say that to say that when I started doing Black Girl Voices, I really wrestled because I put the lot, the relaunch of this podcast on hold. It was going to relaunch several months ago. And I put that on hold to focus on Black Girl Voices and prayed about whether or not this would come back, whether or not there would be two podcasts. I also polled those of you all that follow me on social media, whether or not you all would like to see the rebirth of this podcast and whether you all would listen to both Meant for This and Black Girl Voices or, you know, pick one. It doesn't really matter. Um, but if you felt what like that would be too much, like, okay, girl, you're doing too much, too much to keep up with. I didn't want to feel like there was too much going on. So... And, and what I will say, you all were very supportive of that. You said, yes, absolutely. We would love to hear an expansion of you, of what we get from you online. We would love to hear an expansion of you in your podcast that is just you. And then those of you that were OG listeners were all about it. And um, pre I appreciate you all sticking with me and being on this journey as my content and the work that I do has completely shifted. I mean, it's taken a complete 180. And I know some of you that were strictly following me for the motherhood stuff that I did, y'all have chucked the deuces and I'm totally down with that. Like totally understand. I just completely switched my content and I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to do that and you're allowed to leave. Like, it's totally cool. But those of you that have said, hey, like, I'm here for literally everything. I love what you were doing then and I love what you're doing now. I really want to take a moment to just shout you out and say thank you because I could not even have an ounce of courage to do anything without your support. I could not have an ounce of courage to do anything without your support. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I ultimately came to the decision to rebirth this podcast really around the time that Facebook exploded. There was that outage that day and Facebook has been in the news. In fact, we did an episode on Black Girl Voices. I can link it in the show notes for you about should we cancel Facebook slash Instagram because we know Facebook owns Instagram. And while I love Instagram, that is like the place where I've cultivated this community. I don't want to say I, but you know, the Holy Spirit has cultivated this community. Um, and and I'm so blessed to have that space. And that's, I, I love showing up there almost every day. I love that form of content that's not going anywhere. I will continue to be on social media. I still recognize like, you know what? I, I want to make sure that I have different modalities of content. That's what content creators do. They have different modalities of content. And so I have dedicated to not only bringing back my podcast, but bringing back more written blog posts that you guys can read on my website, I was doing that before, um, and so that my website has not go, gone anywhere. I've revamped things a little bit. I've changed some of the the literature and you, you know the the about sections and things like that, so it matches what I'm doing. But old content is still there, and new content is there as well. So I now will have three main places that you all can get content from me. And what this does is it allows for multiple things. It allows for there to be hubs of content that, of course, I own. And should anything happen to social media, those are backups that I can reach you all. I can reach you all by publishing a podcast episode. I can reach you all by publishing a blog post. And as I revamp my newsletter, I can reach you all by sending out a newsletter as well. So that's, of course, important. But also, if you look at 
any type of content creation. If you look at the best news organizations and journalistic medias, it's a journalistic, you know, media outlets is what I meant to say. Um, we, that that's, that's what we do. We have different modalities of content. You have your, your video format, you've got your, you know, your tweets, your social media, you, you take um, an article and you condense it down to social media, but you also have a click the link in bio to read more. You have different ways to consume content. Almost all of the news outlets now have podcasts that go along with their journalism and there are deeper expansions into their journalism or maybe there's something different. Um, there are different types of journalism that they're doing that you may not be able to get from, for example, I'll take the New York Times, for example, I listen to the Daily almost every single day. That's a very specific kind of journalism that you're not going to get when you read the New York Times app or the New York Times online or go to their Instagram or go to their Twitter, right? So it's important. And why? Because as humans, we all receive content and information in different ways and different preferences. Some of you all messaged me and said, I prefer that you do a podcast because that will be really good for me. I can't I can't take the time to be on social media very long and I hate the fact that I'm missing your content, but social media is overwhelming and distracting and I feel ya because I feel the same way and I've been on social media a lot less lately because of that. I'm setting my own boundaries around social media. I can't be on social media consuming everybody's content and there's so much good stuff out there. So sometimes just tuning into a podcast while I can multitask and get something done and um, it around my house, for example, is a great way for me to continue consuming content that matters to me without having to be glued to my phone. So that's exactly why so many of you all said, absolutely, we want this, right? Others of you are like, you know what? Audio is really difficult for me. I have auditory processing issues, but I love to read a good long article because I can I can really focus on that. Social media is too short. It's too bite-sized. It's too distracting. Podcasts don't really work for me either because of my audio processing. Of course, with podcasts, the one downfall to that is we can't have closed captions. So I can consume a blog post. So that's why I was like, okay, I want to make sure that if I'm here to serve you with content, that it's going to be in three very um, specific ways that I can focus on that I can serve you all and hit pretty much everyone's needs with the podcast, the blog, and of course, Instagram, which combines the video and written forms of content. Okay. So all that being said, that's why I really wanted to bring back meant for this. And I'll say the one last thing is I missed this. I love podcasting. It is something that comes very natural to me, just like writing. I'm very blessed to have skill sets in writing and speaking, and I really missed it. And when I was doing some editing for Black Girl Voices, I was listening to Meant for this episode, getting some ideas of how to edit the intro for Black Girl Voices, and I realized what a great thing I had. There was 15,000 downloads of Meant for this before everything kind of stopped. And I was like, I would be a fool for letting that go. I would be an absolute fool. Even if I'm publishing episodes and it's been too long and nobody listens, that's okay. You know, of course, it'll tell me something. But in all seriousness, I I won't know if meant for this can be something if I don't try again. And I realize that I did have something really good going. And I know that it can only get better from here. Okay, so all of that to say, welcome back. Welcome. And I'm so excited for the official start of season three of Meant for This, which season three, that's crazy, but let's move on. So that that kind of, this is an intro to season three, um, and we're going to dive into content in the next few episodes, but I'm going to just explain a little bit about what's new, what you can expect, what my mission is now with my new direction of my work and why I changed my work. What what was behind that shift, especially for those of you that have been in this journey. But even if you haven't, even if you're a newer follower, you're new, I don't like the word follower, but you're a newer community member and you followed me from just the, you know, the last, you know, nine months or so, then you may not know too much about what I used to do. And you only know me as the writer that I am today that speaks about very different topics and you know, motherhood besides a few things that I say on my stories from time to time. So I think it'd be a great to give you all that context as well. Okay. Um, so what this used to be, 
This used to be a community that served primarily Christian mothers. And I will be the first to say that I will still identify as someone who loves Jesus. And I will still mention the Holy Spirit from time to time. But I'm going to go right out there to say right now that I am deconstructing my faith. And a lot of the content that you're going to receive on this podcast is going to be about that. Um, and if you want to know more about that, if you're interested in that, you can go look at my Instagram. I write a lot of content about that. Um, and there will be a whole that, in fact, the next episode you will hear is going to be about deconstructing my faith a little bit. So I will not go into that, but I'm deconstructing my faith. So it is going to be, it's going to feel a little bit different. My previous content was super like Christian, Christian, Christian. You'd think you were going to church every single time. And things are a little bit different now. Um, That doesn't mean I don't love the Lord. I do. But things are just a little bit different. So it was a very targeted content. um, Excuse me. My content was very targeted towards Christian or faith-based mothers. And everything I taught was about, you know, really owning your mission and motherhood, really stepping into your calling as a mother and feeling really empowered in that. And learning how to manage your life as a mother, learning how to manage your time, manage your, manage your schedule, create routines and systems and all these things so you could manage your well, your life well and it wouldn't be so overwhelming and all that jazz. And if you're interested in any of that, just go back a couple seasons and you'll get all that content. It's still there. That was what I used to do. So what happened? Why did I shift from that completely? Just kind of really dropped it on the fly in a way. Like I, it, it was a completely unexpected shift. I knew back in January of 2021 this year that my content was going to shift, but I didn't know how. I felt a very like just a tension in my spirit. Like it was, it was like a, a minor chord that was just one of those eerie, just weird tension, very dissonant um, feeling in my spirit that I I just, I was not happy with what I was doing. And I knew that I wasn't happy with what I was doing for a while, but I didn't know what to do. Um, so a, 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 honestly, I just, I knew that something was changing. I had been journaling about and praying about the fact that I knew deep down in my spirit that I was a writer. I've known that, I wrote it down several years ago. I've written it down often. My end goal was always to write a book and figure out a way to shift into the realm of writing. I would always say when I was meeting with friends or um, like friends in the business space or mentors in the business space about my struggles with growing a business, which I never successfully grew. Like I will be totally frank with you. I was coaching moms and had a had a membership program, but I never had a like a successful growth where people go from, oh, you know, I was I started and now I have a six-figure business or I'm making five thousand dollars a month. Nope, that was never me. I've never made a ton of money. I never hit that stride. I never got to that point where I felt like I had found my stride. I made it. I I was aligned. I loved what I was doing. I had my systems down. I was, people were actually signing up. I was making money. It was working. Like I never got to that point. And I was able, I was, I was, I don't want to say the word, but blessed can be triggering for those of us that are deconstructing faith, but I was very blessed. I, I don't know how else to say it, but I was blessed to have people in my space that were kind of like mentors to me and things like that. And when I would speak to them about that, I would say like, you know, I, I really don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to be a business owner. I don't like it. I don't like marketing myself. I don't like sales funnels. I don't like, I, I don't like any of it. Like, I don't like launches. I, I hate, it felt so weird and so icky and it's so great that it works for other people, but it just never worked for me. And it's because I was, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And I would always say the words, if someone would pay me to sit down and write all day, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. I always was the most consistent at writing and creating content. Just always that I would continue to practice that. I would continue to make sure that no matter whether I was being consistent on the back end of my business, consistent on my emails or my launches or or you know things with current students or what have you, I would dread every other part of that. Every part of my business I would dread. Literally, sending an email, I dreaded it. 
teaching a workshop, I dreaded it. I didn't, I was good at those things. I was good at teaching a workshop. I'm good at like speaking. Yeah. But I, I still dreaded doing it. I loved you all that were students, but I just dreaded the act of doing those things. Anything that felt just business-like, I absolutely hated doing it. What I loved doing was writing and creating content. I have no other way to explain that. I've, just, I've always enjoyed it. I've always enjoyed the act of getting my words out and communicating a message that resonates to others, that people can connect with deeply, that people can feel and read and learn from and see themselves in. Probably because I am able to heal when I am writing and I feel like I'm speaking to myself. I feel like the Lord is speaking to me. The way that that thoughts and feelings are articulated through writing is something that I cannot do, even with speaking being something that I do well, I do not do that as well as writing. I, I, I just don't. In fact, I had one of my friends who was like, one of my spiritual mentors tell me that I have to write to hear from God. Like that hands down. When I pray, if I really want to hear from the Lord, I need to write my prayers. I need to journal them out because I've always communicated through writing. I don't know why. So that was what I resonated towards. That's why I always was so consistent with content, consistent with you know, Instagram was just the easiest way for me to tap into my zone of genius of content creating. I didn't realize that was my zone of genius when I was doing it because it just flowed well, you know? So I say that to say that I knew that I was like, just kind of trying to figure out I just got to get to the writer part. Like I just got to make enough money to be able to shift away from things. And maybe I'll start self-publishing a book. Like I thought about all these things, but I was constantly writing out this like exit strategy. Like how can I get from what I'm doing now and exit and, and gracefully exit to being a writer. But I felt like I had to have all of my ducks in a row. And in reality... None of my ducks were in a row and I just switched. And I switched because a rage built up inside of me about the content that I am now creating. And I could not, I could not answer that rage. I could not ignore it. I could not not answer that is what I meant to say. I could not ignore that rage. I was, I was just angry. It started with the January 6th insurrection. It, it's not true. It really started with George Floyd. It started with the day I was born. Honestly, this rage has been building up for 31 years. I just got the courage to speak about it this year. That is something that should, that you should, that you should sit with in, in multiple ways as a black woman, as just a person. I just now got the courage to address the rage I've been feeling since I couldn't feel rage about being a black person in this country. I just got the courage to speak about that this year. That and and I got to that breaking point, that breaking point. It was building and building and building and of course like the the, the George Floyd murder set that on fire and I spoke a little bit about it during that time and then when everyone was speaking about it and then it kind of calmed down and I kind of trickled back into what I felt comfortable doing because I didn't feel qualified like who was I to just start speaking about race like what sense does that make? So I, I slipped back into what I, you know, thought I knew best and what I thought I should be doing. Hindsight 2020, I did everything motherhood related for two reasons. One, am I passionate about it? I am. I, I Everything I say, said, I stand by, even though my perspective has shifted a lot and I'm a lot less structured than I used to be. That's a different podcast episode. But I still stand by everything I said and taught and still practice the majority, if not every single thing that I said and taught. I just practice a little bit differently, but I, I practice that. I stand by that 100%. But hindsight 2020, I also chose that niche because that was the only thing I thought I knew how to do. Like when I was looking at ways to work for myself, I was like, what am I passionate about and what do I know how to do? And I said, I only thing I know how to do is, is mom stuff. Like I can, I, you can transfer writing any way, shape or form. Like I can write about motherhood. I can write about, I was like, okay, I can write, I can write about motherhood because I only know is motherhood because all I am is a mother. Like, and, and I, and I only thing I loved 
was motherhood. Like I didn't have anything fun. I didn't have anything that like, I, I could not, literally could not think of anything else that I could possibly do with my life besides write and teach about motherhood because I was writing and teach about motherhood. And, and in reality, I had lost sight of who Caroline the adult was, not Caroline the mother, because I had been engro I had been engrossed, is that the word? Engrossed in motherhood and marriage and also the career that I had fallen into as being as a, of being a teacher, which is also being around kids. I had fallen into that post graduating from college. So for years I had been doing this and I had lost sight of who I was, the scholar the the journalist, the investigator, the researcher, the passionate person about about life and the world and and reading and and authors and and all these things. I had lost sight of that person. And it really took well, it took a lot of rage and took a, it took just all the things that I've gone through to to really realize that she had been hiding this whole time and it was time for her to come out. So, um yeah, I I I just I, I, I don't know. I felt the need to say that because somebody could be listening to this and just feel like all oh, they're always good at motherhood. And it it's it's a trap like it's motherhood is wonderful. But but man, if it doesn't make you lose yourself and and, and it's so important to, to find yourself again, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it as I speak. But um, that said, um, with George Floyd, the rage started to really kind of bubble over. And then with January 6th insurrection, that's when I kind of I hit. I hit my limit. I was like, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I was learning things about, you know, Christianity and their response to racism. And it, it just, I think because I was also a Christian content creator, I was like, I, I, I was pissed. I, I was, I was pissed again, next podcast episode, but I was pissed. I was frustrated. Everyone that I was really like kind of in a circle with like all like the white Christian influencers and moms online and their silence. Like I was done. I was like, what am I doing? I felt like I had denied my blackness and I was done. So I couldn't, I couldn't stay silent. I, I got, you just get to that point where you can't stay silent anymore. You can't. And so I just started writing what was really on my heart, writing and, and communicating without too much of a strategy. Like before everything was so strategic and now it's just like, it just literally flows from the heart. It flows from passion. It flows it flows. It it flows. I'm not, you know, writing has always been natural to me, but because of my thinking about business, I was still being strategic with it and still being like structured and in a way, um, in a way boxed in. And it feels so good to not need to be boxed in anymore. I was trying to follow all the rules that everyone else said I had to follow. And I'm not following those rules anymore. I'm not trying to make a whole bunch of money I was never trying to make a whole, I was just trying to make some money. Okay. But like, I'm not trying to strategically lead you to a sale. I'm not trying to, you know, get you to sign up for my program. I'm not trying to do any of that. I just get to be, I get to be, and I get to bless. And of course, prayers that God will bless this work financially. And he has, that's another thing. I was like, I didn't know people would don't like that. You all have been so gracious and kind to donate to my work. I didn't even know people did that. So as soon as I canceled my academy program, I just up and canceled it. I was like, all right, y'all, I was going to cancel it in October. That's this month. I canceled it months early. I could not continue anymore. I also felt so burned out from that. I just couldn't. And I just sent an email and I said, this is the last month. And I ended everyone's memberships. And I said, thank you. Like it was literally just boop, done. I was going to make it some big thing. And I felt so like, so trapped. I, I, I just felt like almost like I was suffocating that I just had to let it go. And once I finally did, I felt like I could finally breathe and just be. And I could just, and, and, and I will also say practically, like I could work in a practical way that fit my lifestyle. Because as all this is happening, my kids are becoming more and more demanding every single day. Everything that I was teaching and preaching was becoming harder and harder for me to maintain myself. And I had to have a, a, a moment where I had to realize, you know what, Caroline, you don't know as much as you think you do about motherhood and parenting. I'm not saying that I didn't 
that I taught things that were like false, I, I recognize that number one, because I do seek God and because I prayed before ever delivering information, the Holy Spirit would move and give things that he, he would cover that. Even if I didn't always know, he would deliver the answers and deliver. And I never try to step outside of my realm. I never tried to be like a, a psychologist or a parenting coach. I, you know, that's why I had experts come into MMA. That's something I didn't know. You know, I wasn't trying to do that. But at the same time, it was becoming so much more difficult for me to manage and maintain because I went from having children that were one and three or two and newborn that are difficult, but not nearly as difficult as four and a half and two and a half where I'm at right now. And, and as they've grown and become more demanding, I've been able to continue practicing. Like I, I'm still, we still have our routines. Like, don't get me wrong. Like all the things that I was saying, I, we still do. Like I still know about naps. I still know about independent play. I've still, all of that is still true, but it's not what it used to be. There's, it, it just looks different now. It, there's some days where it's just, trash and there's some days where I and I'm also learning myself like what I don't agree with as much anymore or you know whatever that may look like I'm realizing like so much how how I'm realizing how much mental health has to play like it doesn't matter how good your routine is if you're exhausted like all of these things that just I wasn't I was answering every single problem with a routine and routines are wonderful they're wonderful tools that that can definitely guide you but they are not the answer when your mental health is struggling. They are not the answer when you're exhausted. They are not the answer when insert real human problem here that routine cannot solve. Routines can solve some problems, but also you obviously can have your routine and your children can be like, forget your routine today. Like I, I have my own problems and melt down and do all these things. And then you're feeling frustrated and you're feeling like a failure and you're hyperventilating because your routine's not going as planned. And in a workshop, I'd be able to tell you what to do because I could teach it well. I could give you some examples or some ideas that would, you know, quote unquote, make sense. But in real life, I'm like, I can't even do what I'm saying, what I'm teaching. Like I, I'm attempting it right now when I'm struggling. And it was because I was hitting areas of parenthood that I'd never touched yet. I had never had a four-year-old. Thankfully, most of the moms I coached had, had children that were either the same age as mine or younger. But I was like, you know what? I, I have never had this age before. This is something I've never seen. So the more, the, the, the more difficult it was getting for me to manage working, trying to keep up with a whole business model, with a whole membership program, with all this social media with marketing it with all of these things and custom like all of that you know making sure I'm showing up for my students every single week everything that I was doing it was un it was unsustainable that was not sustainable for for the and I felt like it should be because I felt like well if I have a routine I can make it work you can have a routine that's trash you can have a routine that is trying to just because you wrote it down doesn't mean you can fit it in. Doesn't mean that you allotted the right amount of time. Doesn't mean that you you estimated how much time that something's really going to take. Doesn't mean you left room for error and margin and things of that nature. And that's not, I was not doing that. I was leaving no room for error, no room for margin, no room for rest, no room for mental health issues, none whatsoever. I was filled to the brim trying to manage two very busy, active, needy, demanding children at home with me 24-7 while homeschooling, while trying to run a full business that wasn't even making a full-time income. Somebody make it make sense. Make it make sense. Because I, what was what was I doing? Like, I, your girl tried it. You, I tried it and I, fall, I fell flat on my face. And I honestly, I'm not surprised. My husband was like, you're going to fall on your face. And I'm like, no, I'm not. It's fine. It wasn't fine. So... That's another practical reason why, like, I had to just stop right now. And while I, and so it's like, it's a, it's a mixture of like the love of writing and creating, but also writing and creating fitting my lifestyle and having the epiphany moment of like, oh yeah, it was, that's what I've always wanted to do. Because if I was going to be a mom who stayed primarily at home, I had to 
and I was going to exercise some type of work and creativity and, and still want to have my own career, because let's be real, your girl wants a career, it would only make sense to be able to do something that I could that could fit into my life. And I was trying to make my life fit into my work instead of my work fit into my life. And writing and creating, I can do much more flexible with much more excuse me, with much more flexibility full time than I can having to always show up for calls and having to do workshops and having to do things that require certain times for me to show up. Whereas, you know, something could happen and, and I can't really show up at that time. And I'm stressed because the kids are like, that's not feasible. That's feasible when you go to work and somebody else watches your kids. But when you're trying to work from home and you're trying to take calls and you're trying to do all this stuff and you don't have help and support, it's not feasible. It's why childcare was invented. Because when grownups go to work, grownups have to do work and kids want to do. Kids and grownups are two different. Like we have to stop pretending like these things go together. They don't. They don't. They just don't. And the whole boss mom movement is a scam because they make you think that there's something wrong with you if you can't get it to work. And it's, it's a lie. Anyway, I digress. That's a whole soapbox, but I'm just showing you guys like how everything kind of culminated together to get me to this point where I was like, there's a reason why I'm so drawn to writing. And it's literally been my safe space for so many reasons. It's the only place I have felt legitimate in my work, something I didn't feel like an imposter doing, something that worked with my schedule, something that didn't cause me to hyperventilate. Like it literally was the only thing that made sense to me. And, and also I was falling on my face with my other business model. And it was like, God was like, you're done. And I would always pray like, Lord, when it's not time for this thing anymore, like take it away. And he sure enough did. And I'm grateful for that. So here we are, here we are. And the, the rage and the passion and the realization that everything was coming to a head, everything coming to a head, leading me to just drop everything I was doing, redefine my brand. And, and I wrestled a lot with whether there was going to be a brand. Like, let's be real. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just show up on Instagram here and there because I do enjoy creating and I can't imagine not doing that. But like, it ain't gonna be nothing. I ain't gonna sell nothing. I ain't gonna do nothing. I ain't gonna be no brands. And I people started asking to donate to my work. And so I finally was like, here's a button to donate. And that's honestly where I've been riding for a while. Just like trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what do I do? How do I do? Do I do anything? Do I have a brand? If so, what is it? How do I define what this work is? Where am I going with this? And, um, and yeah, so, (laughs) so that said, we, this is where we have gotten to where we are right now. Um, so I, I'm contemplating whether I should share something with you all. I, I think I will share something with you all exclusive for those of you that have decided to tune into podcasts. So Instagram does not know this. So if you are on Instagram, hush, don't say it on Instagram. You may DM me if you want to, but don't say nothing in public. Okay. Don't, I mean, not until I tell you, but while I have been kind of just riding the wave of trying to figure out what the heck do I do? Like just creating content as it comes, no strategy, praying about it, feeling it out. I, you know, kind of studying my content. Like I, I did a lot of that, like just, okay, what have I written about? What themes do I see here? What do I keep gravitating towards? Really trying to find my alignment without trying to make something work that just didn't work anymore. Um, while I was doing that, I, actually signed with a book agent. Um, I was graciously approached by an amazing agent and I have been working on a book proposal and it just got sent out to publishers. And I'm in that very dreaded waiting period in, of possibly maybe potentially getting a book, getting a book deal. Don't tell anybody. Um, so that's been really exciting and nerve wracking and, and, and filled with a lot of emotion. And Um, but it's been a blessing because as I have been working on that book proposal, that has really helped me to figure out, okay, first of all, number one, that's a dream. Like I told you guys, I've been wanting to write a book. I've known I've been wanting to write a book for years, for years now, for since I was a kid, like I've known this and I can't believe that that, that dream could potentially come true. 
It doesn't feel real yet, but if it does come true, that would be amazing. Um, to just even being approached by an agent was like, who me? Like me? What? No, that's, that's crazy. Um, but that aside, that, that the process of the book proposal has really helped me to also seek God and go inward and figure out like, what is this? What is it that I'm doing? Because I didn't want to be, even though a lot of what I've been writing about has been racism, I didn't want to be known as a race scholar. I am not a race scholar. I am not. I cannot claim that. There are too many people out there that have degrees in race scholarship and it is not me. It's not your girl. Like I have experience and I I have experience as a black woman. I have experience as a woman who worked in urban education and has very direct understanding of those issues and in how racism and, and systemic racism impacts those things. Of course, I have my background at a black university and I do a lot of research, a lot of research to create my content. And that that will always be a centralized part of what I do is is white supremacy and racism, but I am not a race scholar. And that's very important. I wanted to make sure I really, really honed in on that. Um, so if you pay attention to like Instagram bios, my Instagram bio has changed a lot in the last like month or two, just figuring out, I, I usually go there to try to figure out what do I do? Um, and so now I'm proud to say that I'm a writer and I write about humanity and liberation. That is the simplest way that I can put it because my mission is the fight for all of humanity and for all of humanity to be liberated, liberated, free. And the root of that is white supremacy, white supremacy culture, and how white supremacy culture has us in so much bondage that it has stolen our self-worth. It has stolen our ability to just be people, to be human, to be, to have mistakes, to be, to be flawed, to be broken, to be big, to be small, to be black, to be white. It has stolen our humanity to be crooked, to bend, to sway. And my mission is to help us all reclaim that, to walk in the fullness of our humanity, to reclaim our self-worth because we are human and because we are human, we are worthy. We live in a society that has deemed our worthiness in a, in a hierarchical way to be measured via success, achievement, status. And we have all been brainwashed. That is, we've all, excuse me, we've all been brainwashed into believing that we have to earn our self-worth and earn our validation. So we spend our entire lives chasing. And it's time to break up with that chase. Why are we chasing this? Why are we falling for this lie? Why are we, why, why do we have to convince ourselves it's okay to take a break? Why do we have to remind ourselves, okay, it's okay to take care of yourself? This is what society has done for us and we are taking it back. Because so we're, we're out here breaking our necks for society and saying, breaking our neck, ain't breaking its neck for us, okay? Like, let's be real. Let's be real. We don't owe society nothing. We need to create a, a new society, a better society, a society that, that centers humanity. And allow, and when I say liberation, I don't mean like what a lot of people think about when they're like the freedoms of this country. Like, oh, it's my freedom to insert, you know, thing I want to be a kind of bratty about here and, and don't tell me any rules. Like, that's what I'm talking about. When I mean liberation, I mean liberation from bondage, liberation from, from the chains of unworthiness, liberation from pretty much anything that is trying to take our humanity away from us and, and, and liberation from having to prove ourselves, liberation from, from what the world thinks, all of that, that liberation comes in so many different forms. Um, it's, it's choosing a different path in life because we're not going to conform to the status quo. 
of what society says that we have to be and who we have to be. That's liberation. So that's the greater mission here. And that's a lot of what my book is going to be about. If it is to be picked up by a publisher, you'll hear more about that in the future. If you are a praying person, please pray. I would really appreciate your prayers about um, about this book proposal that I will hopefully hear something from. But all that aside, that's the mission here. Um, and I can only do so much of that on Instagram. So I'm really happy to be back behind the mic to really give you guys deeper more heartfelt content where I get to really speak right to you and convey so much of what I've never been more passionate about in my life. And I'm never, I've never been more passionate about it because I have lived my entire life under these chains, under this bondage. And I've shared a lot of my story. You guys know that. And as I have been recognizing and realizing what has been holding me down and weighing me down and stopping me from being my full self, realizing what white supremacy has done. Not only have I gotten angry, like, oh, okay, I'm angry, but also there's there is there is freedom in 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 knowing the root cause, right? Because once you get to the root, then you can actually solve the problem at the root. We do way too much trying to solve the problems at the tips. If you're looking, if you're thinking about a tree. And you want to, and the, and the tree is unhealthy and you over here are going to go look at the leaf on the top, try to fix. No, it ain't going to work. You got to get to the root, right? Sometimes you have to uproot and you got to plant a new tree. So once you know the root, that's when you can really do the work to heal. That's when you can really make some, make some, make something happen. And so I'm doing this right along with you all. And as, I, as I've begun doing this work, I realize this has to be, at least for now, because you never know, God can change things, life can change, things can happen. I firmly believe that we don't have a final destination for the things that we do and what we are called to do. Our callings are constant, our, our, excuse me, our callings, our callings, excuse me, woo, our callings are constantly moving. We have different seasons and different reasons. But for this season and the work that I'm proclaiming that I do right now, this is what it is. And if you are here for it, I'm so glad to have you here. And I thank you for listening to my story. And I pray, I'm praying for you. I pray for the, for, for, for this next chapter and I'm excited. I'm excited to be back behind this mic real quick what to expect from Meant for This. For now, I'm going to be doing an episode every other week because I don't think I can realistically commit to an episode every single week for both Black Girl Voices and Meant for This. That's too much. And I've already committed to weekly episodes for Black Girl Voices. So for Meant for This, the episodes will be bi-weekly until hopefully I can find a way to do both. Maybe in some way, shape or form, the Lord blesses me with some funding and I can hire an editor, okay? If I can hire an editor, I can record all day, every day because I can, boop, just send it off to an editor. But right now, I don't have that kind of time. I'm sorry, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> Let's be real. I don't have that kind of income coming in. Um, But so for right now, those episodes are going to be bi-weekly and, um, and then we'll see what happens. I want to be able to commit and so in order for me to commit, I have to start small. And I, I hope that you all will be okay with that. I, I'm, you know, if not, that's okay too. But that's what I'm able to commit to you for right now. I am also launching a Patreon for myself. A lot of you all have asked me, how can we support your work more than just a one-time donation? You've asked me to start a Patreon. It's finally happening. You can find that information in the show notes. It is officially launched today. As of this podcast being aired, it is launched. Woohoo! So, um... If you would like to support my work, please join Patreon. It's very inexpensive. It's the most inexpensive thing I've ever done. It feels good to not have to market it. I can just mention it. It's not a whole lot that I'm I'm, I'm not offering. I know a lot of people's Patreons have. You get bonus, da, 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 all these bonuses. I don't have a ton to offer, but there are going to be some Q&A bonuses in there. I will be doing some Q&A sessions and things of that nature. Um, one of the things that I've noticed is that my DMs get really, really tied up and I don't have the capacity to answer everyone's DMs and give everyone additional support in a, you know, from 
posts and things like that and content. So if you are someone that likes to ask questions via DM and get into conversations with me, I want to be able to give that energy and that time. I just don't have it anymore. So I'm asking for people that really want that kind of attention from me to pay via Patreon for, um, I think it's the $5 a month tier will get you a weekly just post where you can post your questions on Patreon and I can answer them. And I will devote time to doing that versus answering my DMs and trying to keep up with those DMs. So that is something that I'm also just trying to, you know, make sure that I am valuing my time, valuing my work, realizing that while I may not be asking you to join a coaching program, I may not be asking you to join a membership, I may not be doing all of that. I'm still doing hours and hours and hours of work every single week. So this is a way to kind of offset some of that. Um, and then just in general, like, you know, if you want to support, would definitely really appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I, this is, this is it. Like my income is Patreon and it's donations. So if you feel led to support any way, shape or form, then I appreciate it. And if not, that's okay too. I am literally just rolling with the punches here and praying for the book deal. But even with the book deal, I will still, you know, first time book deals are never a whole lot. So I'm not expecting a lot right now. I know I'm just getting my feet started or feet in the door or whatever, my feet wet, whatever. So, um, still my donations and Patreon that that's, you guys are really going to help carry that and carry, carry, um, the work that I do, whether I get a book deal or not. So anyway, enough about that. Um, so bi-weekly podcast episodes, you can support on Patreon. I will continue to show up on Instagram and we're just going to roll with it. And I, I, again, I appreciate y'all being here and welcome or welcome back to season three of meant for this. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Meant for This. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsomlin.com slash blog. If you love what you heard today, I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. Also, I'd love to hear from you. If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of today's episode was by taking a screenshot of you listening to the show, sharing it to your Instagram stories, and tagging me so I can see it and connect with you. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. I'll see you next time.